Welcome back to the third podcast of Inside Buddha. I am Pratham Das, your host, and today we have with us Ankit Kumar. Ankit has interned in various startups and big firms like IOCL, Bajaj Finsriv, and currently now in Front Row. Ankit has reviewed over 500 plus resumes, and the knowledge and the content he's going to share in this podcast will be really valuable for everyone listening till the end. Thank you. Let's hop directly into the podcast. How have you been? Yes, uh, I am also doing good. Pratim, how are you? I am doing great. I am doing great. And I think after this podcast, I will be doing even better. Oh, same here. <laughs> great. So, uh, firstly, let me welcome you to the podcast of Inside Buddha. And thank you so much for sparing your time and coming over here to share your knowledge with us. It's great to have you. Yes, uh, I am also glad to be a part of your initiative. Thanks. Thanks. Great. So, uh, Ankit, let's make the audience a bit comfortable with us. So, uh, why don't you uh, tell your journey so far and how has the lockdown hit you? How has it been so far? Yes, so regarding myself, so I am currently pursuing my engineering from IIT Kanpur, majoring in civil engineering. Uh, and for first year, I was admitted at an IIT Group Chetra in 2017. Then I uh, adopted for JE Advance once again. And then I hit uh, the seat at that time. So currently, I, I have been uh, I have worked in various startups in the last one year, and I am tra- trying myself out with different domains, product management, digital marketing, or business development. So I am still ex- exploring. So yes, the the pandemic has been you can say fr- fruitful for me because in the on- online scenario, things can be done at our pace, and we don't need to go to the class or so. So so I have been a- able to get some skills on my resume or a- in my life as well. Great, great. And uh, as you also mentioned uh, when we were having a talk that uh, you are the department placement coordinator of your college, right? And uh, because those who are hearing this, it may strike to them that why a student is in charge of this uh, uh, dean position. But uh, because obviously they are unaware of that, uh, this is very common in tier 1 and some of the tier 2 colleges. So can you just share a bit like how it works and uh, why it is not possible in the other colleges and why it is possible in your colleges? Yes, so regarding the teams or any clubs or councils at IITK or, or even any uh, Taiwan college, so here generally students take all the initiative to work along in any clubs, in any festival teams or any student placement office. Like in the student placement office, we are fully responsible for uh, interacting with the companies and taking them on board and also uh, man- managing the students accordingly from end to end. Like we need to approach the companies from basic and we also need to take care of the fact that uh, students will, will be joining the company. Those are selected according to the company deadlines and so on. So regarding this scenario, this isn't or possible or this is less possible in, in the colleges that are uh, at, at a, you can say, uh, working at a journal level or at a state level or a district level. Because the the hierarchy model there works, you can say, uh, the teachers are having more more power, so they take care of the fact like if if they if the students are also involved in the student placement team, they need to take every bit of 
permission from the teacher in charge so there is an issue in that cycle and in all the other parts as well like like for the functioning of club or festival teams like for example i have been also a part of technical the annual technical festival of iit kanpur so also there also the students them themselves take care of everything from end to end so yes that's a bit of you can say strange thing and other colleges exactly and uh, i think after this explanation many will have a clarity that why is it really possible because maximum didn't knew that this was happening and uh, also uh, one more thing just can you share like uh, is there any uh, voting process of uh, being selected the uh, department uh, placement coordinator or it is just by the any uh, your hods or any higher placement authorities yes so so this this is also a new thing like we are selected by the overall placement coordinators so for the student placement office team at iitk they they follow a process like we have around 6 6 to 7 overall placement coordinators and then they have a team of department placement coordinators and assistant coordinators so we are basically nominated or we are basically selected by the overall placement coordinators and they themselves are selected by the previous overall placement coordinators in the previous tenure so st teachers don't have any play don't 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 have any role in selecting the students who will be taking care of the charge charges in this standard okay great that's great and uh, let's talk about you a little bit more and uh, because you recently you took an initiative to view like 500 resumes and i'm not even thinking of the number that the hard work you have put in uh, through there and uh, firstly you did an amazing job out there and let me congratulate for that for you and uh, can you just uh, elaborate and just tell what are the common mistakes that you found in uh, every like cvs and resumes so that uh, the ones watching or hearing this can have a clear idea that what obviously we'll talk about what to do but also what not to do in your resumes and cvs yes so since uh, i have reviewed a lot of resumes in the past couple of weeks so one thing i have clearly noticed is the fact that students are not aware of the difference between a cv and a resume so they clearly present their cv while you 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 are being asked to show your resume because generally a resume is of a length of pages where uh, very very from one or two two pages it it should not be greater than a length of two two pages and if you are having an experience of less than 5 years so you need to restrict everything to a one page resume only so there were man, many of the resumes like majority of the resumes were were not able to follow this guidelines apart from this fact also many resumes were having very much white spaces so there are two types of white spaces that a recruiter generally look looks at first is intentional white space and second is unavoidable white space like take for an example if you are making a table in your resume for the academic qualifications or you can say educational qualifications part so the part of the table may may not be full fill to 100% extent but that is an unavoidable white space that is being created but but on the other hand some people take the different type of margins that that, that may not be necessary and that is counted at, uh, as a intentional white space so these are the two basic things that one one should look while making a resume yes regarding the resume part so so students need write their date of birth their marital status or their address in their resume so there is no need to write that also there there is no need to write about your professional summary or your pro, pro, profile in the big beginning itself you need to write your points or you need to describe yourself in, in the words of your uh, work done in the internships 
and in the pro project. So you need to you know, write any type of my, my profile or my some summary part in the beginning of the review. Okay, that's great. And uh, one more that is personal doubt of my only that uh, because I have talked to many students and they have a similar doubt that uh, do we need to use I or do you need to address the person that ourselves as he or uh, she? So do you need to use I or he or she? Yes. So generally, while making a resume, we need to write everything in in points and not use any pa pa paragraph. So so how we distinguish a point from a paragraph is. By you can say if if you are using three lines at a, in in a point, then it will be termed as a paragraph. So you need to start every point or every line with the sec second form of verb. So you will not be using I or he or she. So 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 if I need to write like I lead a team of this this much individuals for a festival, so I will only only be writing led and built a team of twenty plus individuals. So I will not be using I he or she. Great great. Because also uh, many resumes I have come across because uh, we can see it in profiles. Uh, they have I have seen written them I I everywhere. So I think that is a fault also. Yeah, great. And okay, then I think uh, the mistakes that you have uh, pointed out, I think the ones hearing they will keep that in mind and avoid doing it. Okay, so let's move on to the next topic. That's uh, can you share a bit little light on ATS? Uh, because many know uh, why it is used. But many don't know how and what are the criteria uh, that it takes under it need to filter the resumes. So can you just share a bit about it? Yes. So regarding the ATS resume part, so you can say like the the, the top five hundred companies that are mentioned in the Fortune list. So around ninety five percent may be using the ATS tracker if you are applying through opening on the portal itself. So generally people think like ATS resume is a bit different or quite different from a general resume. But it is not the fact regarding that. So you need to change your resume according to the ATS thing. So so it takes various factors. Like you need not mention your major major details on the header and footer of the page. Next, you need to use relevant keywords from the job description that that is attached with the job role you are applying for. Also, you need to clearly mention your technical skills according to to, to the job requirement that they are. Uh, look, look, looking for. So there is not a you can say a foolproof me mechanism through which you, you can get a ATS resume. But you need to make changes in your current resume so that it it is also applicable for the ATS tracker. And also it is very important you need to write your write everything on your resume in bulleted points because if you are writing things in paragraph, it may not be tracked by the ATS scan. Great, great, and. Uh... And can you just sh share a little bit more, like uh, if someone has already prepared a re uh, resume, okay, and how he or she can? I think there's an ATS score, right? If I'm not wrong, there's an ATS score every company uh, keep a track of. So how uh, someone can surpass that? Because for any company, they have they receive thousands and thousands of uh, resumes, okay, but uh, the mail comes to only selected few hundred. So, how someone that has already prepared an ATS, how he or she can make changes or improvement in that? Yes. So, regarding that point, so firstly, you 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 should restrict your resume to one or two pages, and then next next thing, it is preferable you use a sing single column layout for your resume. Like you you need need not take two column layout for for making your resume because some some sometimes the the ATS scanner may may not be scanning the second part of the. Second column of the resume. 
so this is one of the most basic thing that needs to be followed by while making a ats resume or converting your single page resume into ats resume next thing you need to bold the keywords like if you are using any keywords that are matching with the job description then you need to bold that part also you need to bold the headings and you can also add a gray strip or or you can say a light black strip while while mentioning the heading so it will be clearly distinguishable distinguishable by the ats while while he is look, looking for your number of years of experience or number of projects you have done so these are the things that needs to be done while you are converting your resume into ats that's great and um, my one question to you is uh, i have seen uh, many resumes with a picture in it like and with many resumes without a picture in it so what according to you is the best practice to have a resume like with a picture or without a picture yes so so according to my my, my perspective like it is it, it, it is only my, my my perspective you should not attach a photo with with your resume it, it may or may not vary from individual to any individual but generally uh, i when suggest something about a resume i don't prefer to add a picture in a resume also when when you are making a, a ats preferable resume or a resume that is suitable for ats scanner then you need not add a picture because it will not be scanning that part exactly that means yeah, the picture you put in your resume that will not affect the ats because it uh, doesn't bother that you are putting a picture or not right? yes but, but but it will it, it will definitely it will definitely take some space of your resume so you can add some something more out of it if you are removing the picture exactly exactly and uh, one more thing because this i have encountered this several times uh, many students like freshers who will just be passing out and maybe they are in the third year and maybe they are just going to fourth year and they are applying for jobs right so what is happening that they do not have a very vast number of experience okay maybe they have one to two projects and uh, as you said about the white spaces uh, there there was a concern a uh, concerns come in that uh, if the matter is not uh, very strong right because they don't have experience they don't have they have their internships uh, their projects are less so how uh, they as a person can stand a chance uh, with the rest by making their resume stand out do you have any points on that Yes. So, in the on- online scenario, in the pa- pandemic scenario, we have seen like pe- people have definitely uh, made made a mistake in not not taking care about the, their ca- career. So, you need to think along the lines like if you are not having any internship or any project in your resume that is uh, as, as associated with your college course or any industrial experience. So, you can definitely go with doing any self projects. Like I have seen many resume. Where people have analyzed data related to COVID, and they have presented some results. Like they they have built some machine learning models, or they have used tools like SQL, and they have presented their data. So if you are not having sufficient things to add on your resume, you can always add self projects or any self social initiatives you have been a part of. Because in the online pandemic, you you have seen like many people are helping each each other. So this is a trending, you can say, a heading on your resume, like social initiative or social work. So you need to ensure like you are able to fit everything in your one-page resume and the one-page resume is, is fully occupied. So you are not able to, if you are not able to fill a one-page resume, then you can work on these lines. Great. I think these points will really help. Okay. So uh, let's move into a deeper section and uh, like 
uh, this thing can be really related to the audience watching so we can take examples of few scenarios so that the ones watching would have a better overview of what should we include and exclude uh, before submitting resumes for different roles for example i'm a uh, fresher right i'm fresher and preparing for an it job or a core job let's discuss both the roles okay so what uh, how should my preparation be for uh, making a resume yes so so if you are looking, looking for a job role that is of non core domain or it oriented then you need to uh, do some you can say online courses or any re- re- relevant courses in, in the college itself uh, according to the profile like if you are enrolled in a engineering program so you must be having your open electives so you can write about that in your relevant course part and in the core portion you 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 will be having many courses to add and in that part only like if you have done many internships so you need to distinguish on the fact like if you are not having any core core internship so what are the different rats that will be adding value to your resume like like if i am not having any type of core core internship but i am having a brand in your resume, so so I will be add, adding that on my core resume as well. So you must not be thinking like you need to add everything related to your core profile or your IT profile in the resume. So you can also make a hybrid resume that that, that may be having some points from other domain also. If I want to include a uh, internship in my resume. So, what should be my subheading for that? Like, I have worked at Indian Oil, as as you said, like you have worked at Indian Oil. So, you will be writing, "I uh, worked at Indian Oil from this span to that span." Okay. What should be the subheading uh, below that? Uh, should we include the uh, value that we added, or in, it should be in a single text, or sh- it should include uh, numbers, as you mentioned before? Yes. So, so, so whenever you are writing any pro- projects or internship, you can make three, three subheadings for that. Like, for first heading will be aim or approach. Aim or objectives. So second heading will be your work approach, and third heading will be impact or result. So these three headings may 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 be containing several points. Like you can add two to three points in each sub sub headings. But if you are able to distinguish your work along these three sub sub headings, then it will be quite prominent. Like your resume will be seen by by the recruiter if effectively. Also, if you have worked in a startup. Then your work role may not be, or your project statement may may not be that dynamic. So you can so you cannot make three subheadings. So you can only write that in the bulleted format. Format that that will not be an issue. Great. And uh, before just uh, coming to the like end of the questions, I want to ask you uh, as you have personally done so many internships, right? And you work for so many startups. So. Um, what would be the first step that one could take as you mentioned as after this listening to you i am sure that everyone who is listening will try to at least do some internships or st- some work at the startup so what should be their approach like uh, should they directly submit their resumes to the uh, email provided by the company or do they need to uh, look for the hrs at that company what should be their uh, first step towards that yes so if uh, a person who is looking for an internship And, and he may not be having any prior experience, so you need to get in touch with grow, grow, growing startups. Like there, there are different type of startups that may not be uh, hiring interns regularly, but they will be hiring them on on a need to basis. So if you will be messaging a co-founder or 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 a founding member of a startup, so you may be getting some insights from from the industry, like which type of industries are growing after the pandemic. So you need to approach the recruiters or 
the, the team members through LinkedIn mean only. You need not restrict you, you yourself to, to do the openings that are provided on the LinkedIn job portal or the, or the company career portal. Great. So we can also uh, just have a bond with the ones who are working with in that company. And we could also, if I'm not wrong, we can try to make them refer our uh, CVs or our uh, portfolio to them, right? Can we do that? Yes, yes, you, you can definitely do that because building a relationship or building a network on LinkedIn really helps. Like in my, in my case also, so I messaged hundreds of people on LinkedIn when I was searching for internship. And till today, like some some people revert back if they are having an internship opportunity even after months. So if you will be interacting with someone who, who is working in the industry for many years, he may be not, not helping you by providing an internship, but he will be providing regular insights about the industry. Or so maybe reference. Yes. Yeah, great. So I think that was a, a hell lot of good content for all the listeners. And I'm sure that they will have a, a tick mark at every uh, point that you mentioned. So just summing up, uh, up you can just uh, tell the all the do's and don'ts that you uh, from your experience of 500 resumes and also in the future I think you have started a uh, now paid uh, workshops for everyone who want to review the resumes. So according to you what are the do's and what are the don'ts that one must follow and that will be kind of our end of the question. So yeah you can go for it. Yeah sure. So do, do's of a resume is like you need to write everything in headings and in and in sub subheadings and consequently in points. You and, and the don't, don't of this point is you need not to mention things in paragraphs. Regarding the headings part, so some some headings need to be mentioned in your resume, like headings called as academic qualifications, work work experience or professional experience, key, key projects, then relevant coursework, and then position of responsibility. And the headings you which you will not be mentioning in your resume are like my my summary, personal details, soft skills, or anything regarding the same lines. And next next point is you need to bold some phrases or some keywords. And whenever you bold some keywords or phrases, you are inviting the recruiter to grill yourself on that points. And the don't of this point is like you need not mention the bold phrases. At the end of the sentence, if the sentence ends end with a bold remark, so you need to rephrase in such a way, like it is starting with the bold remark, bold, or the bold remark, or the bold part of the sentence is is in the middle. Okay, so yes, these are some do's and don'ts that need to be take, taken care of while making a resume. Okay, so that was amazing the content that you shared, and I hope that uh, obviously. This content, uh, I'm really lucky that you are over here and sharing this content because uh, as you said, ki resumes are something that will be the your first impression, right? And to making it bang on, I think these tips, I think they will really benefit the ones listening. Okay, so that was amazing. And finally, uh, what are future plans? Because as of you are also in your final year now, uh, after that you will be graduated and you will be finally an engineer and all. So what are your future plans now? Yes, so, so, so I will be completing my summer internship tomorrow only. Yeah. And rest, uh, so I will be sitting for the coming placements this year. And then we, we, we will be thinking along the same lines. Like in, in, in the long run, so I wanted to grow myself more and, and, and build, to build something on my own. Just see, see where we go. 
I hope you, I wish you the best and I am sure that you will do wonders in your line and uh, thank you so much for coming over here and uh, sparing your time. So anything you want to uh, share to the audience and or about the podcast that you want to share? Yes, yeah, so, so, so I would like to also thank you for having me in, in, in your initiative and you are also doing a wonderful job. Parties, blessings and wishes to you as well for your career. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was great to have you.